Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, just a couple of short bits before we get into today's episode. Firstly, this is going to be the final time that I get to plug this before it happens, but we are returning to the Dragon Meat Convention in London on Saturday, December the 1st for our second year as part of the Podcast Zone, which, as of the release of this episode, is in just over a week's time. Uh, for more details on the convention, head to dragonmeat.co.uk. Uh, it would be super awesome to see a bunch of you there again. We had loads of fun meeting people last year. Uh, so yeah, grab your tickets and come along and say hi. Secondly, if you're not yet a listener of the Penance RPG podcast, who are good friends of ours, um, and you enjoy my particular brand of uh, terrible voices and questionable jokes, I'd 100% recommend checking out their latest series, Plummet, of which I am a cast member. Uh, about three episodes of Plummet are available to listen to right now, uh, with new episodes going up every week, so check them out on Twitter at, uh, at PenanceRPG for more details. Alright then, so uh, let's recap what happened last time. Spending some time in the large city of Lorana as a stop-off on the way to the village of Wildmeadow, Bork and Ade and Prontz had situated themselves in a tavern known as the Green Flask. As Prontz quickly settled himself in for a long drinking session, Bork and Ade sought out a merchant from whom to buy a map of the countryside. Uh, Bork was surprised to discover that the owner of the nearby general goods store was none other than his cousin Roland. Uh, they caught up, and uh, Roland insisted that they should meet up again should Bork make his way back to Lorana at any point. Uh, returning to the tavern, they found that Prontz had cast a charm person spell on a lecherous halfling painter by the name of Riang, and convinced him to paint Prontz's portrait. Bork, Prontz and Riang quickly hurried to the painter's studio, and the actually rather untalented artist made a rudimentary picture of Prontz before the spell wore off. Um, and when it did, he chastised Prontz for interrupting his lecturer's behaviour. On the way out, Prontz, uh, delighted at everything, uh, quickly stole the painting, and he and Bork returned to the tavern to find Enerve. Over the course of the afternoon, Enerve, uh, obviously in need of uh, venting his frustrations, <laughs> uh, picked arguments with both Prontz, uh, who stormed out to get some space, and Bork, who, uh, being the only sober one, took his gear, the map, and a horse uh, to continue their quest alone. Uh, feeling the effects of his uncharacteristic drinking binge, and they rented a room at the inn before quickly passing out. Uh, that's pretty much where we left off. Um, so, without any further ado, let's begin today's episode. Hope you all enjoy it. should we go with next? Prontz, you are down by the waterfront. Uh, I'd, I'd like to mostly kind of do the similar thing and if, is there like a convenient shady spot that Prontz could like skulk down into and put his hat over his face because he's got a bit of a headache? Yeah, there's a little bit of um, there's a little bit of shoreline you can drop down and sleep under the dock if you like. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to sleep under the dock like a hobo. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, there's a guy there with like a little campfire, like cooking some beans over it. Oh, okay. Like we're wandering over, then Prun sees this guy and kind of, with through bleary eyes, looks and says, "Do you mind if I join you at your fires?" That'd be great. You know, I don't get to talk to many people. I don't want to talk. <laughs> I just want to sit down, my friend. I've got a very weary head right now. I, I, and he reaches into his pocket and pulls out the pork and says, I can offer you this pork for your, just for a little quiet time. Uh, sure. He just grabs it. Like, as soon as you pull it out and offer it, he's like, yeah. he just goes to town. Right? In, in, enjoy, my friend. And, and yeah, Prun's gets down in the sand, as I say, puts his hat down over his eyes and just kind of like lays there trying to like let the hangover start passing. And yeah. Let, let the booze work its way through. Okay. But, uh, you feel um, Apollonia kind of settle on you. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of unconsciously keeping watch so nobody rifles through your pockets while you're asleep. Um, sort of thing. And you, you, you're quickly snoring under the dock. <laughs> Under the dark. Uh, Borg, you are in the street outside of the pub. Yeah. With the map. With, with the, the map. With the map. With the map. With all of your gear. With my gear. And you're you're sober. Yeah. I um like I said, I'm just walking towards the exit. Well, the entrance exit. Yeah, it's not far like the pub wasn't no, wasn't far, so you yeah. You you pass through the uh, the gateway, the the guards there, they don't pay any mind. It's mid afternoon, like I say, so there's yeah. a there's a fair few people still up out and about and that and um after about a 10 minutes walk you find yourself back at the crossroads yeah okay at this point i do debate whether i should have bought a horse or a pony um but it's too late i'm not going to turn back you've got a horse have i got we didn't have horses did we? you did borrow my you borrowed them we from borrowed the pub them. we borrowed them uh, and they didn't get killed the- in the forest so yeah, you got a horse. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh no, you you two were you two were. I guess I kind of skimmed that. Mm. You two, well, you had two horses, didn't you? Mm-hmm. So you were you were sharing one with Prance, and then and they have one. Mm. Yeah. Um, it, my I we didn't really mention it. I, I kind of in my head was sort of like when you were walking alongside the cart and stuff. It was yeah. sort of like, yeah, you were just kind of leading them around a bit. Nah. Okay. But yeah, if you, if you want to say that you took the horse, then that's... I'd like to have taken a horse with me, yeah. Yeah, it's so yeah. It's going to be a, a bit of a trek, so... You uh, you have your horse. Great. So I've got my horse, and um, so I've got no need to think about going back at all. Um, I'm going to basically head south for the afternoon, and then yeah, pitch a tent in the evening. Sure. Okay, so... Um... <laughs> just, start, just start cranking it. Yeah, I'm um... alone now. <laughs> I can do what I want when I'm on my own. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you know, you, you, it's late, it's mid-afternoon by the time you're leaving, so you, you don't get a whole lot of distance behind you. Um, but you can get you get a good eight or nine miles down the road um, and uh, sort of pull off into the, there's a sort of, uh, there's a little stream. <laughs> Sorry, I said Sorry, pull off. Pull oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, there's a little stream. Um, the, the horse starts to have a drink from and you, you kind of you're a short way from the road now just so you know yeah. avoid any trouble and you you kind of pitch up yeah yeah and you are on your own in the middle of the I am yeah the middle of the countryside yeah yeah I guess the uh, the kind of the, the excitement of that moment has kind of obviously faded now yeah I was in so I'm like <laughs> I, I'm still I'm still determined mm. to do this 
Um, but it's certainly that idea is like I, I have left those two guys behind. Yeah. But like in a way, screw them because it, it got a bit. Yeah, it got that bit heated, got didn't heated it? more than it ever has done. So <laughs> they can sort their shit. Yeah, and it's a nice evening as well. The yeah. sun, you know, it's a summer's evening. Um, but it stays light, you know, till about nine, ten o'clock at night, and uh, the sun is uh, classic summer. Yeah, it's a nice sunset. Nice. Yeah, and you, uh, yeah, yeah, you have a, a, you don't get any trouble in the evening. You know, no. you're far enough off, and uh, you're fine. Pront, you wake up next to the river. It's dark. <laughs> okay. The, the hobo guy is still there. He's, like, he's just kind of standing over his fire here. Oh, hey, you woke up then? How how long was I out? Uh, sun went from there to down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess I ask a stupid question. <laughs> and Nick gets up, dusts himself down, and kind of looks around like... He was kind of expecting the other guys to have somehow turned up in time. Like, <laughs> yeah. that seems to have happened before, but not this time. And they didn't really have any way of finding you. Well, that, they did, whatever you expected it. So I'm looking around and I was like, oh, I, oh my friends, um, I'd, I'd better get going before I lose track of my friends too much. And I kind of scurry off and say, yeah. thank, thank you for the spot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> have a good night. Uh, hopefully it won't be too cold. Um, so tempted to launch a fireball back with <laughs> just, just, just murder a hobo before you leave the town. Well, I wouldn't have set it on fire. I'd have said launch it at a campfire that was on the ground just to like give it a good boost or something. But no, no, let's keep okay. going. I'm gonna right. head, wander through the streets then. You've sobered like, up a bit now, and yeah. you've, you've you're through the worst of it. Although your head is throbbing a little. So what what are the streets like at this point now that it's gone dark? A lot less busy. Um, but there's still a fair few people about. It's a bit, it's a bit rowdier. You're kind of on the docks side, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of now um, post-work uh, river, you know, workers and stuff. There's you know fishermen on the day off. There's a few pubs around on the um, kind of in the dock area. Okay, you seem to be seeing a lot of business. Although you can, it seems a bit rougher. There's a lot of kind of um, you can hear the sounds of a couple of fights going on and that and. Yeah. Okay. So as Prons travels through this area, he, he catches sight of people dr- like drinking, supping from cups, and he oh, just yeah. winces at the sight of this. <laughs> you couldn't even possibly booze. think of alcohol right now. And then hearing raised voices, he sort of winces a little more and like takes little steps as he's away from wherever the sound is coming from as he's pacing through the alleyways and mm. makes his way back towards the green flask. Yeah. And heads back indoors, looking around as he enters for his friends. Okay. Make a perception check for me. 12 plus 2 14 it's busy in here now there's a, there's a lot more people than there were at kind of lunchtime uh, but you don't see any sign of NLA or Bork I'm slightly panicked then uh, I Franz goes up to the desk and talks to Ernest and says Ernest isn't there oh. now it's ah, I'm a evening shift now <laughs> ah, I, I run up to the bar then and I I speak to the bar person whoever they may be and say there, yeah there's a, there's a quite sort of hurried sort of rushed off her feet kind of uh, human um, barmaid there. okay right well what can I get you um, I was looking for Ernest actually Ernest has gone home um, oh um, I have two friends a halfling and an elf a surly looking elf and a fairly jolly little halfling although the last time I saw him and he kind of trails off I, I haven't seen him I only came in an hour ago oh um, yeah, bugger. Uh, and he, I'm, he's just looking around the room in a slightly confused state now. Hmm. Has a, 
and then woken up maybe no uh and then you are out you are just you you got you were so drunk you've just passed out yep in a room upstairs living okay. the dream yeah I always don't need to sleep, but I'm fucking doing it. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't. You don't need restful sleep. You can do trance, but like you're drunk, you just passed out. You know that's different. I think. I'm bored. I think 130 years of catching up on you, and you needed something. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah. So, well, do you want a room or something? Wait for your friends. Um, I I guess I've no choice. Uh, Yes, a room, please. I'd be five silver. And I chuck the money over. Give it to her in the form of Electrum. Yeah, that's, that's what I've got. Yeah, yeah. That's more than silver. A uh, Electrum, I think, is one's five silver, I think. Five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like fifty P. Cool. Basically. If we're thinking of coppers as yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't really translate over that. Um goes, right, okay, I've I haven't got time to show you, but room seven up here. Okay. To throw your key. I take the key, go upstairs, hmm. uh, look down the corridor. And can I check something actually with sure. my um, with my familiar? Yeah. Is it corporeal? Does it have a physical form? Can it pass through barriers? It is corporeal. Yes. It is corporeal. Okay. You fucking pearl. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So Pronz goes to the room and sits down and kind of in a confused manner thinks to himself like where, where could they have gone why they wouldn't leave me would they no no nobody would ever leave bronze behind and <laughs> decides that his best bet for perhaps finding these guys locally might be to like go into Apollonia and fly around for a little while and have uh-huh. a look through her eyes okay so I'm going to sit in the bedroom and open the bedroom windows assuming that it's like shutters or something that could yeah be, you like, can open it into the street. yeah and I want to go into Apollonia and fly outside and have a look around. Like okay. fly past windows, like skirt the building, do a, um, radi- um, do a radius um, kind I'm of thing. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the how can I look into all the rooms, basically, is what, yeah. How do, how do I make an excuse to find anything? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Apollonia uh, can't see anything sort of on the ground. Um, there's a lot of people, but, you know, you know what. Um, Bork and Helen uh, they look like and uh, she circles for a couple of minutes and you, you get, begin to get a little bit despondent because um, you know this was a bit of a long shot mm. try, and, try and see what was going on um, as a last thought you, you think to kind of okay well let's let's see who's in any of the other rooms and um, about half of them are occupied uh, and one of them kind of catches your eye but only just because you see what looks to be a very familiar cloak kind of strewn on the end of a bed mm-hmm. um, but you can't be sure okay um, note in which room that was it's kind of across like, the hall from you yeah within the layout of the building uh, I'm going to go back in like Prodz's consciousness goes back into his head and then he gets up and kind of like peers out of his door and looks towards the one that he suspects mm. And gives a deep sniff to see if there's the hint of whiskey coming from that room. Make a reception check for me. <laughs> Eleven plus two, thirteen. You can't really smell anything, no. Hmm. It was you that smelt of whiskey all along. I mean, bearing in mind you yourself have got a bit of a smell about you. Mm, mm. And um, this is a pub, you know. It's <laughs> looking around and feeling a bit dejected. Um. Have I noted where, where Apollonia was around the building? Presumably we tied the horses up somewhere. 
Have I noted that there's only one horse behind, left behind now? Like, I'd like to hmm. say that I have. Yeah, let's say yeah. Because you, you would remember tying the horses up. Mm -hmm. So I've noted that one horse is gone and start putting two and two together and realise that I probably shouldn't have spent the money on the room because I probably don't need it. And that maybe they both left without me, that they could have gotten away on one horse together. So maybe yeah. maybe I'll just go out and get on the horse and start riding and see if I can find them. <laughs> so with that in mind, Prince heads downstairs and gives the key to the room back to the... Uh, person at the bar All right. and says oh it turns out I, I don't really need the room um, keep the money obviously I mean, I'm not going to beg for that back or anything um, but if you keep keep your eye out there's a halfling named Bork and an elf named Enethe that I'm looking for I've, I've got a horrible feeling they've left without me but should they turn up let them know that I've gone seeking adventure and them okay Bork and Enethe Bork <laughs> and <laughs> And he stops for a second, even though he got it right a second ago. Hang on, one. I, I'm always getting this wrong. He hates me for it. In fact, we've we've recently come to almost blows. His name is E. Enethe. Uh, that that's the one. Enethe. Enethe, right? Enethe. Okay. Yes. Uh, if I see them, I'll say you were looking for them. Thank you. And he hops outside, unties the horse, and jumps on its back and starts. I want to head out of the city and yep. <laughs> onto the road that Bork has taken. Sure, okay. It's very dark now as well. Um, I've got my hat. That's true, you do have your hat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always, got my always forget hat. about your hat, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I've got my own personal illumination. Okay, so um, it is, yeah, but it's still kind of dark and you, you sort of, you can stay on the road kind of fine and there's, you know, it's sort of marked out, there's lanterns every once in a while, mm -hmm. but it's mostly just a dark, dark road heading south. So I'm going to ride out into the night, looking, making sure to pay attention to the sides of the road to see if there's signs of a campfire or some, some light, some hint of somebody making, making mm. down for the night. That perhaps could be these guys. Okay, make a perception check. Eight, so ten. Ten, okay. After about five miles, you do see the sign this looks to be a campfire a little okay. ways off. Um, with that in mind, then I'm going straight for it. Okay. And, and as Bronze rides, I'm going to shout, Bork! Anything! Bork! Anything! Bork! Anything! <laughs> and wave one hand overhead, hoping that that's, like, if they're asleep, I'm waking them up. And if not, then they're definitely, like, I'm getting attention. Okay. An arrow flies out of the darkness towards you from the general direction of the campfire. Uh, okay. So I'm going to have to roll an attack roll. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it does miss you, though. Um, feeling the arrow or hearing the arrow you hear past. just like a kind of <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, he says anything anything I'm sorry I'm sorry I didn't mean it like we, we, I'm sorry I shrank you don't fire anymore and I, I, I've pulled the horse to a stop and have kind of like I'm, are there any trees or bushes that I can kind of get near to feel like if another arrow comes or maybe I can duck behind this it's kind of a lot of shrubbery around here okay that's about it though Right, I'd like to get off of the horse then. And, and your hat's still on fire. And... 
Because <laughs> I still think it's anything, I'm not taking it out yet. Okay. No. Getting off of the horse then, I'm, I'm gonna kind of crouch down next to it, the horse, and like on the side where the horse is taking the arrow if another one gets shot at me. Mm -hmm. And shout, and keep shouting like, STOP FIRING! Okay, make a perception check for me. Six. Total. Six. Okay, so you don't hear the two guys creeping up behind you. Yeah. And the next thing you hear is um, a voice. Drop the fucking staff now. Turn out your pockets. Oh. Oh. And Prunce lifts lift his hands above his head and drops the staff. Okay, okay, okay. You're, you're not the friend I thought you were. So uh, you kind of turn slightly. You can see two guys there um, who look very rough, scarred, all geared up. They're wearing leather armor. Mm -hmm. And um, a third one steps out in front of you from from the direction the arrow came from. So, well, look here, boys. Someone came to us. Fucker. Um, I don't think there's much I can do at this point. Sure, no. I'll keep my hands held <laughs> up in the air. Um, yeah, it's no funny business. Okay, okay. You, you can I, walk away from here. I, I, I understand. I, I, I take your point, gentlemen. I've, I've, this isn't my first rodeo. And, and with that, it's like, so what do you want? What, what, what? I'm not a rich man. One of them um, snatches your purse off of your, off your belt. Oh. Kind of weighs up. Yeah, you're not fucking kidding, are you? No. He pockets it. I'm, I'm a one, one for being quite generous and charitable. And I don't, I, I don't suppose you gentlemen would see it in your hearts to be equally charitable with me, perhaps. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. At that point, they see the bulge in your other pocket of the gem. Mm -hmm. hey, what's that? Get it out. Get it out for us now. You, you want the, the thing in my pocket? Okay, right. Reaching into his pocket, mm -hmm. Franz grabs the gem of Maylar. Yeah. And I would like to drop to my knees at the same time, grab the staff, and activate Dimension Gate to get away Dimension from Dimension Door? Yeah, dimension okay. Door. So... <laughs> just give him the pocket pork. <laughs> the pork's gone, they're, 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 they're under the under the pier tram hand. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. The pork. You, <laughs> where are you going to? You've got a range on it of, uh, I think it's 500 feet. Okay, right. 500 it's feet back in the direction. It's not a long like distance, but... Because we're five miles away from town now, so even if I go yeah. back in that direction, it's a long-ass fucking way. Okay. Um, I just want 500 feet towards the road, I guess. Like, so I'll be on the other side of the road. So where we're off on one side of the road... Mm -hmm. You're kind of on the, the left-hand side. I want to yeah. go to the right-hand side of the road. 500 but, but 500 feet, feet away. Yeah. Okay. So, um, behind you, you hear a click as one of them go, Oh, fucking hell. Brings his crossbow up. You put your hand on the gem and feel, and suddenly there's lit up around you as the sparks fly around the gem like you've seen before and the, first, the previous time that you used it. You put another hand on your staff as this dimensional d dimension door opens in front of you. You just roll through it. And suddenly you're somewhere else. The, um, the countryside looks very similar, but you're clearly not <laughs> the exact spot that you were at um, over in the distance you can still see the campfire and you can hear these muffled shouts and can't really make out what you're saying but you can hear some angry shouting okay. 
I quickly pull off my hat and dispel continual flame. <laughs> okay. So that yeah. is no longer drawing attention to where I am. Yeah. <laughs> and as it's shaking his head, why did why did I leave it going? Why did I leave it going? <laughs> <laughs> you know it's serious when the when the hat gets put out. Yeah. Put the hat back on and look around for like is there a borrow or some sort of like is there something yeah, you I could, could like squeeze myself into that's about body shaped and size that's like you can I yeah make, I want to I want a Frodo hiding from the wraith yeah wraith. yeah make a uh, make a survival check for me okay 10 plus 2 12 12 yeah so you quickly kind of start making your way the opposite direction from them just getting away and you can f- you find like a little kind of burrow like sort of the, the the ground around here is not flat. It's it, you're sort of on a bit of a floodplain, but like it's a little bit kind of bumpy and hilly and that. And there are a few trees here and there, so you do manage to find a little kind of spot that you think might be hidden. Okay, so I want to crawl into that hole and like pull all, as many if there's twigs, leaves, anything that I can mm-hmm. pull in for like camouflage type stuff. Just yeah. pull it on, pile on as much as possible, scooping arms full onto his body to be yeah. like, and then just sitting there quietly, breathing as quietly as he can. Just, Finds me, nobody does. Okay. If I'm silent, nobody will find me. Make a stealth check. Twelve. With yep, just twelve. Okay. You you feel like you're fairly well hidden. Okay. Yeah. Right. And and I'm just gonna wait. Yeah. That that's all I can do at this point. Prance is down yeah. for the night until <laughs> until the sun rises. He's not coming out of the hole. Yeah. And. uh you stay vigilant throughout the night. Um, you do occasionally hear those sounds of shouting, but they only really last for another kind of hour or so at most. Mm-hmm. Like these guys are sort of like, oh, they got you their money and you they got your horse. But he's <laughs> the they, important yeah. <laughs> And uh, so you spend the rest of the night in this kind of shrubbery filled hollow in the ground, cold and purseless. <laughs> and um <laughs> Yeah, feeling a little down, oh. I would think. Enna there, you wake up about four in the morning. You've had a long sleep. You've been out for a good 12 hours. The sun is just beginning to, to sort of lighten the sky as you look out of the window. You haven't got a huge hangover, but your head is kind of throbbing. You've clearly slept through the worst of it. And uh, memory starts sort of flooding back. You remember a shouting match with, with Prance, him storming out after shrinking you. Um, and then getting into a, another fight with Bork, who stormed out as well. And then you vaguely remember making it up to this room. Okay. But everything's very blurred. Okay. Uh, it, so- it's, it's a new sensation for you. Not that you haven't gotten drunk before, but this was way past your normal point. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go through any of these thought processes at this point as okay. to like, why he feels bad about the arguments. Because I think it's important to examine... Oh the way he thinks about it cause it's inter- uh, I, I think it's interesting mm-hmm. sure so basically with they being so much older than most of the people he runs into he generally views everyone because he's, he's used to people dying all the time because obviously he's maybe fr- I've made friends with humans before and they've died and that's a sad fact yeah. of life there's something as an elf you get used to like you've made friends who, yeah. are, who are young and then you've seen them die in old yeah old and that sucks so yeah. I kind of view humans not quite like a pet <laughs> but almost like just a very hyperactive 
Yeah. Very vocal, kind of like dog, basically. I mean, you're still fairly young for an elf as well. Yeah, but I've still seen, I've still had enough, I'm still old enough. Like, the I've elders seen. in your village were like 800, 900 yeah. years old, and yeah. Yeah, so I've got that, I, will, I would still have that, and they would still have that kind of level of understanding of how humans and halflings yeah. and things like that live. So I feel a little bit like I got drunk and shouted at the cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, and I'm not feeling particularly great about that especially because I try to be a nice I try to be a nice person despite my (laughs) sorry that look that you just gave (laughs) I try to do the right thing I try to do the right thing yeah right okay Um, and (laughs) I'm the one that saved the little girl in the cottage (laughs) (laughs) going back to episode one (laughs) literally call back that was a long reach back for us I can pick a plethora of other times yeah, I've been yeah, trying I, to do the right I, thing. I'm just messing with you. Fuck you all. Uh, <laughs> say hello to the wife. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling particularly bad and I feel a lot like, really, I should have risen above it and just dealt with it. And I probably shouldn't have let these two get to me quite so much. Yeah. As much as they are really fucking annoying. <laughs> I don't know how long they're going to be around and I probably shouldn't treat them so badly. Yeah. So I'm, try- I'm trying to come to terms with that as well as dealing with a slight headache. Um, so I, I, I'm going to go downstairs and uh, get a drink of water. Who's working? It's again. It's about four in the morning. There's there's still a few people around. Um, I'd say there's a yeah. There's a younger human barmaid who sort of seems to be tidying things up and that. She looks a bit tired at this point and that. Says, oh, are you from upstairs? Were you? Um. Can I just grab a, a, a glass? A, a glass of water. <laughs> There's glass. You can, yeah, yeah, we'll go for a glass of water. Yeah. Tankard of water. Sure, yeah, no worries. Turns around, gets you the water and carries on cleaning. Uh, thanks. I give her, a, give her like 10 copper or something as a... Okay, silver. As a thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give her a silver as a thank you. Uh, I don't suppose you saw a halfling and a wizard. Uh, and not that I know of. No. No worries. Someone else was asking for halflings earlier, but... Uh, was... Uh, pointy hat was on fire. Yeah, that's the one. I don't suppose you saw which way he went. Now the door. Yep, that that makes sense. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm going to leave you be. Thank you very much. Yeah, no worries. I'm going to head out. Okay. You, uh, you finish your water, and as you step outside, you see both horses are gone. Wonderful. So they left at different times. Fuck knows where they've gone. <laughs> I guess I'll head towards Wild Meadow and just hope that I've. Yeah, you've got a vague way. idea of where you're going, um, but you're on foot. Yeah. So um, I feel like I should. Pro- yeah, I feel like it'd be. Well- I-, I guess I'll look around for a horse to rent or something. Oh yeah, there's a stables if you wanted to rent. Yeah. All right, you still have all of the money. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. I'm doing all right. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing true. too. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll look for a horse to rent. Yeah, there's a the stables are a little quiet at this hour, but there's a guy who's just gotten up and he's started to. By the time you find your way to the stables, it's kind of pushing five. Mm-hmm. A guy seems to he's looking a little bleary eyed, but he's kind of up and feeding the horses. No, I say it's summer, so the sun is coming, starting to come up okay. at this point. Uh, hi, sorry. Can I can I can I rent a horse? Or a bit early, but uh, yeah. Why Wonderful. Not? How much? Uh. I'm just gonna buy a horse. Buy your own horse? Yeah, can yeah. I just buy a horse? So, oh, wanna buy one? Oh, well, hey, 
Yeah, I mean, you, you got the coin. I can, I can do that. How for much? You. Well, the uh, shadow ears going for seventy-five. Cool. I'll take her. I'll take her. I'm going with her. Yeah, Shadow's her. My name. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a black. Yeah, it is. Horse. Um, <laughs> it's it's the Batmobile. Super so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so well, we've all saddle and everything. We'll come to about eighty. That's all right. Yep, it's fine. Here you go. Yeah. Okay. So you find yourself with your own horse. Sweet. Yeah. Who uh, seems fairly docile, but um, seems powerful enough, and that. So uh, yeah, you are now the proud owner of a horse. I guess I then start riding towards Wild Meadow, yeah. keeping an eye out with my high level of passive perception. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so Bork. Hello. <laughs> You uh, you wake up. So, so there's the sun kind of crests, and uh, the horse is sort of um, chewing on some grass and that uh, next to the little stream that you camp next to. And uh, seems like it's going to be another lovely day. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> I pack up my my tool set and uh, keep heading south. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, you head on back to the road, and um, it's a little bit of uh, traffic here and down the road. You know, people, someone. I've got carts going here and there, and that it's just just sort of early morning, just starting to starting to wake up a little bit, and yeah. that. And, um, but yeah, you well, you find no trouble. You did. As people pass by, do we kind of do that acknowledging of like? Yeah, I don't know. You tell me. You nodding yeah, at them? I think, yeah, you? I think yeah. Yeah. General kind of that. Yeah. If they give you, I mean, you got you, you got your way. sword. You got your, you know, you you yeah, look I'm like a well kitted out halfling. Adventuring. Adventuring, rambling hiker. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Raw hiding, isn't yeah, it? raw uh-huh. hiding. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Prawns. <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> Good talk. I feel like we needed to, yeah. we needed to check in there. Good progress. <laughs> yeah, prawns. So you've had a pretty sleepless night in this little okay. hollow. The sun's coming up now, and you can see that. Yeah, you're kind of just tucked in between some roots, basically, at this this um, tree. As you, but you haven't heard any signs of movement recently. Okay. Feeling pretty awful then, like groggy and yeah, edgy you're you're pretty exhausted. Stomach probably a bit rumbly by this point, and yeah. getting up, I Franz gets up, wanders over to the road, and kind of looks left and right, trying to figure out like, oh damn, what do I do now? Like I didn't mm. drive ride too far out of the city, so I guess yeah, you didn't I, get as far away as it as Bork did to be honest. No. Bork got eight or nine miles down the road and was like, I'm gonna camp here. That's <laughs> it. I th- I think I should head. Wander down the road the five miles back to the city then okay and, and re- figure out what I'm doing because I can't go like what was it three days more four days more down the path to get to where to yeah there? it's it's a decent um I mean it was yeah it took you it'd be about four days travel okay probably I mean and I don't have a map either, you may so. yeah I mean yeah I, I can't do much other than walk back no. and and hope that I bump into somebody so, on the way yeah feeling dejected and roughed up and you're, you're covered in like nature debris <laughs> looking a bit more like Vagan now yeah a little bit you begin to you in fact you actually kind of wonder my joke there. you kind of wonder how Vagan is get how it gets by with all of this sort of <laughs> twigs and twigs and moss and, and stuff around him the whole time um you you, you sort of uh, you dejectedly make your way back along the road anyway you're traveling for about Three quarters of an hour. Okay. <laughs> Before you see Prance. Vagan? No. 
That's the idea. Prance! I start come to a stop. Um, he looks up because he's been walking with his head at, staring like at the ground for the entire route, just dejected. I looks up. Oh, anything? Get on the horse. Ah, get on the horse. We've got to find Borg. Are we are we friends again? It's fine. Just get on the horse. I'm I'm so sorry for making you small. Shh. On the horse. But he gets on the back and because he's so tired, just sort of slumps forward onto anything and like rests his head on his shoulder as they ride. Just make sure you hold on, buddy, and then okay. continue pelting it down. I've had a horrible night. Just I should have never gone away by myself. <laughs> I'm never leaving you guys again. Okay. <laughs> And it squeezes, <laughs> squeezes in a way that's kind of like, oh, my hero. And we I can be <laughs> your God damn it, stop taking the jokes. <laughs> Him with the began thing, you and I can be honestly. Yeah, sorry. That's his I name. The, the, voice, <laughs> the, the, the voice of Riang. Yeah, I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> I can kiss away. <laughs> um... So this is a question of pace now, then. Are you guys going fast to try and catch up with Borg? I've got or? an actual horse. Like, I've got a proper... That's true, you've got trained, a riding horse. Yeah, whereas he had, like... You're, Borg, you're kind of riding one of the ponies from the, yeah. the pub. Yeah, I'm not making any conscious... I'm not making any conscious effort to, like, rush this. I yeah, just you, saw, I'm, you're I'm just... not waiting for them either. You're I'm making just, progress, doing, you're yeah, not... Just, but you're not, like, killing I'm it. I, I'm, pace, yeah. yeah, whereas I'm... Like pushing it as far yeah. as can be, and right. also re rewarding the, rewarding the horse with with regular food and whatnot. Yeah. Just, you know. Okay, so it takes it does take you about four or five hours past then, and ahead of you you can start to see the shape of a halfling on a pony. It's a hundred percent bork. Bronze is bork. Bronze hmm? uh, kind of wakes up because he's like <laughs> half dozing against your shoulder, like oh what the, the bork bork just ahead. And I peer out and like start shouting, Bork! 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 Bork, you, uh, <laughs> you, you think you're imagining things to begin with? You've been kind of mulling everything over in your head. And you're almost getting like, oh, I can almost hear him now. <laughs> but I don't you look back. You don't look back? <laughs> no. <laughs> still, still pissed off about those arguments. He's too, he's too cool to look back. A little bit. Yeah. Never look back. Never look, Never look back. back. Um, <laughs> yeah, the two of you explosions. pull up next alongside him. Still leaning against his back, I kind of look over at Bork. Bork, my boy! Hey, Bron. I found you! I thought I'd never see you again! There ah, were, there were bad men on the road! Prince looks like he's been through the ringer. Okay. Um, I, I'm a little alerted to the fact that he's looking a bit rough considering it's been 12 hours or so. <laughs> you don't recognise the horse they're on either. No, no, sure. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, well, um, I'm glad you're okay. You look a little worse for wear, Bronze. I'm so tired. Oh. I've been up all night. <laughs> they took all my money and they almost got the gem. Who's and he they? reaches a hand slowly and wearily into his pocket and fiddles with the gem just because <laughs> every time. I'm glad you've got the important things, I guess. Mm, I don't have any pork or money though. Well, I see you've got a horse. It's not mine. And... Whose horse? Ah, it's my horse. You bought a horse? I did. It seemed like a good idea as you two both took one each. Yeah, well, Sorry. it's my horse. So. I fucked everything up! 
<laughs> I love this guy. And he Why starts he crying here? against your back, <laughs> and you can hear him kind of sobbing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, Bron sounds uh, Bronty. Bron well, he sounds kind of you know Bronty. Sorry for certain things. You seem okay. I'm all right. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. I said what I said about your wife and your kids. All right. It's a little weird you don't know their ages, but I'm still sorry for saying it. Sure, okay. Addiction's a serious thing and I shouldn't have mocked you for it, I'm sorry. This is true. <laughs> That's what I learned I feel like you, you took two steps forward, but also one step back <laughs> with that apology. I stand by it! It was half-hand, it was half-hard, <laughs> That you basically said like, I'm sorry I said that. I had a point though. Like <laughs> it's a little weird. I, I stand, but it's a little weird. He doesn't know his kids' ages. He might know them. He just the didn't the say them to you. Yeah, yeah but like, like you'd answer back for that if you knew that in an argument. No, because it didn't have any weird. bearing on the situation. It did. I feel. <laughs> anyway, so where are you guys going? Same place as you, I would imagine. Well, I should. I think I just need to take prompts to have a bath. Oh, I'm so dirty. <laughs> I swell. I don't uh, like it. I, I I kind of stopped at the side at, uh, last night, and there was kind of a, a little meadowy river area. I think I don't know if you guys passed that. You got to clean them there. That's about four hours behind you at this point. No. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they went past. Crying at the prospect of having <laughs> been able to have been cleaned <laughs> off, but didn't. We've not doing it. Like we've been riding specifically to find you and catch you up. I didn't think I'd see you again. Uh, I'm glad I saw you. Uh, see you again, France. Playing very hard to get. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Well, I'm gonna. I'm, well, you can join along. I'm going on to a. Uh, the place we're meant to be going. Still after the cultists? Yeah. Right. Should we team back up and take them down then? <laughs> sure. And Prons wipes a tear from his <laughs> eye. Like, yeah, let's be friends again. I don't like it when we're not friends. Just go back to sleep. Okay. <laughs> kind of rests his head back down again. I give him a pat on the back next uh, to me. <laughs> <laughs> he jumps like, <laughs> You've got all my money. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what it? What? Jesus Christ. I can't believe this all changed so badly in like 12 hours. <laughs> you could almost say you guys needed each other. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. In a really sort of Bork way. was getting on fine without anybody. But like, <laughs> it was really kind of getting to my, my If anything, yeah. you're having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> the sun came up this morning. The one thing that I've learned from today's session is the prawns desperately need you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I, I'm... I'm you know, continue, continue on. Yeah. yeah. We carry on our way with quietly. Sons. Carry on. Okay. Our sons. I stand by it. <laughs> okay. Well, you're about. Uh, okay. So, as this day kind of, you, you guys kind of travel in sort of relative, sort of quiet. I think with Bron sort of napping against Emily's back. So for the rest of the day, and um, yeah, you've got about two days more of travel to get to to Wild Meadow, really, but. You, you pass the turn off to the village of Heartrun, but you, you kind of you think about turning off, but it's not. Like following work. the map that you got, that didn't work for us last. Time. Yeah, following the map that you got from Roland, that was, um, you know, this this isn't a turning that would lead you to where you're going. Really, it's just another little village. Um, so yeah, day comes to a close again, and you're sort of on the side of the road. I'm just checking to see if I've got the right kinds of skills to be able to like, can I forage? 
like as I've got. Yeah, no, you can forage if you like. I mean, make a nature check. Okay. okay. Three <laughs> plus five eight. Not really. You find some berries. You don't really know if they're edible or not. Um. Hmm. Hesitant to like. Part of me is like, I give them to the other guys to test, but no. Having learned a lesson from the, the days, the, the previous day's events and the breaking up of the group, um, Prunce eats one of the berries himself. Okay. To test it to see if it's good for everything. You immediately die. No, um, you. <laughs> <laughs> a dragon descends. Roll for saving. You summon the berry dragon. <laughs> you, um. <laughs> it sprays chat on you and you yeah, die. Th- they're a little bitter, but you don't really feel ill or anything. Okay. Really. Uh, well, well, gentlemen, before we camp for the night, I've, I've found a little, a few berries. They're not very delicious, but... Uh... You know I have rations on me. Oh. And he just turns his hand over <laughs> and puts off some berries. <laughs> I'm just going to deal out rations to Bork and Prance. And Yes, let's have a little meal and then... Yeah. I don't have anything to discuss, so the night can pass <laughs> unless you guys have anything night, to say. Yeah. yeah, the next I, couple of days pass like, with relative quiet and just. Yeah, like, there's some relative quiet. Calm conversation um, when it comes. You make it to the sort of the main sort of. There, there is a, a junction to turn off towards Wild Meadow. And uh, this is the sort of the last you'll see of the main road for a while. It get, you know, the main road's fairly well patrolled, apart from obviously the one bit where you got uh, mugged. Um, Classic. <laughs> uh, the road to Wild Meadow is a little bit more kind of okay. We're heading down a country lane here, as opposed to like a sort of slightly wide kind of trade road kind of thing. You travel for a few hours down this road, and up ahead, you finally, um, as, as just before, you think you should be able to see some signs of Wild Meadow on the horizon. You do see a, a figure at the side of the road who, uh, who raises a hand as you approach. Yeah? Uh, can we help? Are you okay? So, uh, well, I, I thought you were here to help me. I just offered help, so I guess kind of. This, okay, this is very strange. Um, the, the figure is. drops a hood. It's a, it's a young woman with blonde hair wearing a, a quite well-tailored, quite nice material sort of Looks almost like a wizard robe, kind of like Prontz's, although you're so used to Prontz's that it could be that just his is really crap. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yours is quite battered at this point oh, anyway, yeah. and dirty, it. but hers is, you know, it's it's clean, it's well taken care of, it's nice material, it's, and then that. She pulls from a small satchel on her, sort of tied round, um, to pulls uh, a note from it. it, says, I had a note from my master to to meet three people here who seem to fit your description. Sounds... What's the description? This is a, an, an elf, a halfling, and a man with a beard. They says, meet... Are you just a man with meet, a beard? <laughs> meet five miles outside Wild Meadow. And what are we meant to be doing for you? I don't know. It just says uh, you'll need their help. Okay. Well, we're planning on heading to Wild Meadow. We're chasing some people. Well, we're intercepting, I guess. Yeah, we're kind of hoping we'll get here before they do. Okay. Uh, well, I've only I've I've just got here myself. So I, this who's is, your master? Uh, my master is one of the five uh, council members of the Grand Arcanium. Uh, well, you can make a history check if you want. to. I was gonna say, yeah. do I immediately recognise the Grand Arcanium? Well, you don't recognise a lot, but like you can make one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
One. Oh, it, you forget things. It, it sounds like it might be vaguely related to something magical, but... Um, Prons finishes feeling the beard on his face because he was double-checking he is a bearded man and looks up and says, Arcane? Arcane? Speaking of the Arcane, I, I know things of the Arcane. The Arcanium. That surely involves the Arcane. She's looking at you a little bit weird, like, you've not heard of the Ar The Arcanium is the... It's the magical authority of this country. Magical authority? I've heard of magic, Somehow but authority. <laughs> I'm not quite so sure about that second word. How does that apply? Well, we, we, people come to us to be trained in magic. Training? What? How did you learn magic? Well, I, you, I, I just know it. And with that, a big flare of purple mist and purple rain out of it. It's kind of like, if you imagine it's coming out of his sleeves as he waves his arms across. Yeah. That's kind of the vision I've got in my mind. <laughs> Your distractions do not work on us. <laughs> I, I simply know illusions. <laughs> Bork, just watch it sprinkle around you. Bork, have you heard of the Arcanium? Um, Make a history check. Make a check, yeah. I figure you've, you've got more of a chance of knowing it than I do. Uh, oh, I, I, mean, I don't know. That no, doesn't track, really. You've been around a while. Yeah. History is plus two. Yeah, my history is plus one. So, okay. <laughs> you were there. You didn't pay any attention. Oh, magic! I've got my first one of the night. Ah, two ones for investigation so, on the same check. That's a three. Bork, you haven't heard of it either, but you don't really go in for that magic stuff. I don't really know. Oh, I haven't. I haven't heard of it. What did, did you, you get? Twenty in total. Ah. Yeah, I mean, you're surprised these two haven't heard of it. Really, it's kind of up there. It's like. That's like, hey, have you guys heard of the church? <laughs> like, <laughs> have you heard of food? Yeah, it's it's well known as like it's the kind of like they are the official magic place to, in the country. Really. So I know that they're it's a big deal. They're, yeah, they're a big they're a big deal, and if what she's saying is right, her master is one of the high council. Have you got any proof that they they're your master? Uh, sure. Yeah, she pulls out a small amulet with like a kind of crest on it, which I'll recognise because it looks. Checked. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, it's it. Looks, I'm seems, riding riding this roll. Yeah, yeah, it seems legit. One's at a twenty. All the way. Seems legit. Awesome. Ooh, that's a nice amulet you pulled out there. Does it do anything? Oh god. It proves who I am. Um, <laughs> Everyone talks you, to points like that. Are you sure you're a wizard? You seem very. Dirty. Oh no, I, I've just got my own. And he pulls out the amulet of Mela and holds it up like, oh, mine's much better than yours. And she goes, oh well, this one, this one's got a power, but well, if yours doesn't, then I'm, I, I was expecting to trade information for information. If yours is just about authority. That's oh. very sparkly. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> look, I, I, I came out here, I, I got this note. It said to come here. I've been on the road for two days. Half an hour after I get here, you three turn up. Look, I don't know why I'm here either. I just know that my master said to come to Wild Meadow and that I'd need your help. Well, you seem competent enough. Do you want to come with us into Wild Meadow? I'm going anyway. You three can come with me if you like. Sure. What's your name? Uh, you can just call me Ellis. Ellis. Doesn't sound like a pseudonym at all. Cool. So the, the R really helped. Are we just going to yeah, head off down the road then? Convincing. I don't know, you tell me. She, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy like hearing what you've just said. Prons is going like, oh, let's go then. She takes a few steps and sort of sniffs the air and goes, you are very dirty. He is. We know. 
pulls out a wand, waves it, and all of the dirt disappears off of you. Oof! Did, did I feel anything? Was there any sensation? There was like, it was like a small gust of wind just kind of like twisted around you for a second, and all of a sudden you are completely clean. Oh, oh that's quite the technique you've got there. What's that called? Prestidigitation. Uh, do you know magic? Are you sure you know magic? <laughs> I know illusions! <laughs> and again, like, just waves his arms out as flourishing all over the place, like, just as much smoke and purple dust as possible, like... I don't know why I've never thought this, but I've ne- literally have never thought, like, ever qu- thought to question the, <laughs> that Prontz w- was or wasn't an actual wizard. Yeah, because he now. sets fire to things. <laughs> Do you even... This is amazing. This is new to me. <laughs> I've been secretly keeping fire grenades in like my pocket. Amateur wizard. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, so, well, if we're going to be travelling together, I'm not putting up with that smell. Right. Oh, thank you very much. I, oh, I feel much... Fresh as a daisy. <laughs> and you'll have to show me how to use your uh, the, the techniques for that one. I, I feel like I could do it. Maybe. Ish. Perhaps. If we've got time. <laughs> I feel like she's taken over the exasperated way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she seems a little impatient. But give her that. Uh, does she have a horse? Yes, she does have a horse. Okay. It's, uh, it's a white horse. It's um, so the, white horse. <laughs> There's uh, yeah the all of the the bridle and everything's quite fancy. Okay. Uh, is Prompt Prompt? Are you riding with me or Bork at this point? I'm still leading. Uh, oh, in fact, because it's the next day. I feel like you'd have. Popped well, I want to be on the riding horse ultimately because that's the one that's going to take two people better than the pony. I still feel like you'd still be cuddled up to Bork. I don't know that that ride laying against your back and the whole kind of like you saved me thing. Are you just now like you can be oh, my god? Hero. I'm reaching Glazier's <laughs> Tim. Yeah, so Prunz might be feeling a little bit more attached to you now. Okay. So I feel like I'm going to ride with NSA. Okay, all right. My pony's pretty packed. <laughs> so you, you continue down the road. Um, it's getting towards late afternoon, so it's starting to get a little bit dark. But can I get a perception check from all of you? Okay, do Twenty. Oh, go on. Eight. Eight. Seventeen. Seventeen. Twenty-two in total. So, uh, Prons, you're kind of a little bit engrossed in, like, this is the cleanest your robe has been in as long as you remember. <laughs> in fact, the Ooh, stitching is Can I check? Is, is the pork pocket clean? Yeah, and... Oh, what have they done? <laughs> yeah, that ain't good. Um, but, walking out of the day, as, as, you, as you go along, um, sort of heading further down the road, you start to notice an odd glow on the horizon in the direction that you're heading. Book, that is an odd glow. Uh, yeah, on the horizon over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you kind of navigate your horses up onto a ridge and looking down short way away, still a couple of miles distant, you can see the village of Wild Meadow. Except it's getting dark, you know, getting towards the end of the day. But it almost looks like spreading from the centre of the village outwards, it almost looks like daylight is still there. The further out it gets, the more the sky and atmosphere is like the rest of the world. But the centre almost looks like it's still in daylight. Well, that's probably not good. What are your thoughts, Ellis? This... this is very strange. Reckon this is what your master was talking about? It could be, it could be. Um, 
Hmm. I haven't seen anything like this before. Do you think it's safe to approach it? Well, there's only one way to find out. Send prompt. Hmm, what? <laughs> I'm joking, it's fine. Shall we go down? Yes, let's. And the three horses head down the hill, heading towards Wild Meadow, with an ominous feeling about what's ahead. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Our next episode, episode 39, will be available as usual in two weeks' time on Thursday the 6th of December. Uh, in the meantime, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we are at Pretend with Dice. You can also email us at pretendingwithdice at outlook.com. If you're an iTunes user, it'd be really great if you could leave us a rating and review as it all helps us to find new listeners. And we'd just really love to hear what you all think of the podcast. Uh, once again, I want to remind you that of our uh, appearance at Dragon Meet on uh, December the 1st. Um, so grab those tickets while you still can. Uh, so yeah, for now, that's our show. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>